All right, Proverbs 27.7 says, One who is full loathes honey, but to one who is hungry, everything is bittersweet. You know, this weekend you got the NFL draft going on, and specifically on Thursday you had uh, the first round of the NFL draft. And here, here these guys are, and they're making, they're about to sign these huge contracts, and, and they're hungry right now. And, and what, what has dr drove them or driven them is that money. You know, if I can be a first-round draft pick, I can make, I don't know, I mean, probably the, the least signing bonus is $10 million. So they are hungry, and they are working. And when they sign that contract, they're going to be satisfied. But think about Proverbs 27.7, one who is full loathes honey. You know, um, you know, the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I remember, you know, I can't even remember his name right now, but he... But, but you know, when he first signed that NFL contract, I guarantee you he was happy because he was hungry, man. Signing anything for a million dollars was was satisfying. And then he, and then he got famous. And then, and then um, he wanted more and more and more. And, and I think I read where the Steelers offered him 15 or 16 million dollars. And it wasn't enough for him. And he didn't even play football last year. And um, how crazy is that? Here I am, a high school football coach. And, uh, man, I would be satisfied with somebody paying. I mean, you know, I'd be satisfied with anything. But one who is full loathes honey. That's what happens when you get what you want and you get an abundance of what you want. You loathe honey. And let's just say honey, that's money. You know, you loathe it. It's not enough. And um, it's crazy. And then I read in Proverbs 27, 20. Sheol and Abaddon, which is just terms for hell in, in Hebrew, are never satisfied, and never satisfied are the eyes of man. And that's where we all are. We are not satisfied. We can never get enough. And, and so we are fallen. We are sinful. And, and, and what that means is all I care about is myself and my glory and my fame, and I want more and more and more and more, and this desire will kill you, all right? In Jeremiah, the prophet says, um, the heart is deceitful above all things. Who can understand it? We're sinful. Our hearts desire sinful things more and more and more. I just think about me. Um, and, and, and not so much now. This was, this was really probably back in 2013 and 14 after we won our first state championship. But let's just say now, if in my sinful state, we've won five state championships at the school I'm at. My sinful self, I want more. I want more. I want my school to give me more. I want my school to give me 11 to 15 scholarships so I can go down and play IMG or so I can be in the ESPN top 25. We're not satisfied with just winning five state championships at the single A level. I want my school to allow me to be even more. But really, it's just about me. I want more glory. Why in the world would I want to be in the ESPN top 25? Who cares? Well, I, I want my sinful self wants to because I want more glory, I want more fame, I want more acknowledgement, um, and that's sin. You know, not satisfied with what God's given me. Hey, if you'd have told me 10 years ago when I was a hungry high school football coach, hey, 10 years from now you're going to have five state championships, I'd have taken it. I'd have said, you're crazy. You Honestly, but now that's not enough. I want to go, I want to be nationally ranked. Now, 
that's my sinful self. I know as a Christian to, to thank God for all that he's given me and be thankful for the school I'm at and be thankful that, shoot, be thankful they won't give me 11 scholarships. I, I don't need to try to chase more glory. So, um, you know, in my sin, apart from Christ, I could even think that my school owes it to me. Hey, you owe it to me to help me get more. What foolishness. But that's what we think. Like, if I'm an NFL guy, hey, you owe me more money. You should give me more than $15 million. But what foolishness is that? You get $15 million a year and it's not enough for you? That's crazy. Here's the deal. Success is a curse because we want more. We want success so bad when we don't have it, but then we get it and it becomes a curse because we want more. We're so selfish, we can never get enough. But let me, let me show you this. Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. God tells us to die to ourselves and quit trying to get as much as we can. Instead, he says, give as much as we can. And who was the example? Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. He did not come to get. He came to give. And he gave his life so that we may live. You and I, we've sinned against a holy and righteous God, the Creator. We have rebelled against him. And the punishment is death. And since we sinned against a holy and righteous God, we now deserve the wrath of God, which is hell. We are hopeless, but, but the God of the universe sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. And Jesus willingly came, the king, he willingly came and gave his life. And not only did he give his life to defeat death, he, he, he bore our punishment. He gave his life so that we could go spend eternity with God in heaven. That's the example. So God, man, he, he is disgusted by my desire and lust for more of this world. God sits there and says, hey man, die to yourself. Be crucified with me and quit living for yourself. Live for others. Be satisfied with what I give you. Quit chasing more. Quit chasing the glory of the Lord. For if you chase the glory of the world and you chase your own glory, you will be a slave to the world and man. Your emotions and your attitude will be based upon how man treats you. And this is slavery. Anyone or anything controlling your emotions is slavery. If you are controlled by whether or not your employer is giving you what you think he should give you, you are a slave to your employer. He has all the power. But Christ offers us freedom. For in Christ we have everything, and therefore, no matter what man does to me, I have that which cannot be bought, right standing with the King of Kings, victory over death, and eternal life in heaven, my debt has been paid. 
So now I am free, and instead of thinking about what I do not have, I think about all that I have, and this is freedom. In dying to myself, I find life. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and died for me. Quit doing things for your own glory and do things for God's glory. You will never be in bondage to man if you will do this. <clears throat> and so this is the challenge, man. And this is just what, hey, read Proverbs 27 because today is, uh, today is uh, April 27th. So you get up and you read Proverbs 27 and just the wisdom of God smacks you in the face. And what God wants for me and you is he, he wants joy for us. And that's the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians uh, 5, 25 and 26, I believe. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, self-control. <clears throat> I'm sure I'm forgetting one, gentleness. Uh, but I, I focus on joy. And, and you could have millions. You could have everything. But you will not have joy if you do not have Christ because because if the world is your joy, the world will never satisfy. If you're trying to get joy from man, man will never satisfy. He will always scrutinize you, and he will never give you enough glory, and you will constantly be chasing it. But God, he wants to give you joy. And here, who's the example? Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. He had everything. As, you know, you could be a billionaire. God, Jesus had more than you. And Jesus came to earth, and he had nothing. He didn't have any money. He didn't have any fame. He didn't have any glory. In fact, the people that chanted his name crucified him on the cross. But he gave his life. And that was joy for him because he could see beyond this world. He could see beyond this earth. And so he wants us to have joy. Don't If, if you find joy in your circumstances, you will be a miserable creature. And you might have joy every now and then. And you might have great joy at the bar or at the club or on the golf course in the moment, but you will never have everlasting peace and everlasting joy because you allow man to dictate to you who you are and what you are. And so instead of having joy, you're a slave. You're a slave to man. You're a slave to this world. So let's recap real quick. One who is full loathes honey, but to one who is hungry, everything is bittersweet. Ponder that today. Proverbs 27, 7. And then we talked about Sheol and Abaddon, which is hell, are never satisfied. And never satisfied are the eyes of man. You can have everything and you're going to want more. You can go get the $250,000 Mercedes, drive it off the lot a month from now, you're going to want more. But God gives us joy, and he promises joy even if we have nothing in this world because Christ is everything.